Welcome, Dre. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. How you doing? Hello. There she go. There I'm she here. is. Hey, 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 what's going on, y'all? Let's 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 jump straight into it. Uh mm-hmm. welcome to the Rational Rashad Podcast, where nothing goes unsaid and nobody's verbally safe. I am your host, Rashad, and I got some lovely hosts with me. I'm probably going through some struggles, same struggles as everybody else, only differences. I believe I'm just I'm that person in the hood that got all the answers but never took the test. Similar like telling people how to drive and I don't got my license or telling people how to raise kids and I ain't got none of my own. I'm kind of like that guy in the hood. So um, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys just a quick bio of my life. I grew up in the Bronx, Tracy Towers, went to Clinton High School. Then after that, got kicked out of Clinton, went to Harlem, the Thurgood Marshall, graduated. Highlight of my life was being the prom king and just graduating in general. Then I went off to Morgan State, you know, studied theater there. Came back home after I finished, did some work with the Harlem Children's Zone, and now I'm just doing a whole bunch of, like, entrepreneur stuff that I'm just trying to, like, get out the hood in different type of ways. So, right now, I just want to introduce my lovely co-host. We're going to start with you, Kat. Just give us a brief bio, then we're going to start with Dre. All right. So, I'm Kati, a.k.a. Hood Intellectual, a.k.a. Don't Come For Me If I Incense For You, a.k.a. Bruja Mami, a.k.a. Got These Hands In These Words, a.k.a. Queens All Day. AK Black Girl okay. Magic. And I'm here to discuss why the world isn't in love with me yet. And I'm thinking it's potentially has something to do with the fact that I have too much to say. <laughs> okay. We're all going to become familiar with soon. But to think um, about the bio, I am, as I mentioned, from Queens all day, um, raised out there. Never really was the problem kid, more like the black nerd that was always reading. Um, I have both my bachelor's and my master's, um, and I've been an educator for a pretty long time, so I'm starting a new gig in um, East Canarsie, actually. So I'm going to be working in Brooklyn. I used to do my work in Harlem, but now I'm out here in Brooklyn working with the kids here. Um, But yeah, I think that pretty much covers me. Okay, okay. What you like to do, Kat? What do I like to do? What are some of my hobbies? Um, I like to read people. That's definitely one of my hobbies. <laughs> okay. I'm a very shady okay. person. I think I'm one of those like traditional shoot the dozen kind of personalities. Okay. And so I think just in general, I get a lot of fun out of people watching and engaging with people in that way. Um, but other than that, I'm the life of the party, believe it or not. I think I'm the life of the party, despite wanting to be home by like 2 a.m. to cuddle with my cat. Um, I'm the life of the party right. while I'm there. Okay, okay. Dre, it's on you, big baby. Um, uh, my name is Andre. I am uh, the facetious, fresh uh, pharaoh. Nah, uh, but, um, you know, I've always been a, <laughs> the class clown, funny guy, Um uh, I love to talk, love to listen. No, I love to talk, and I'm learning to listen, to be honest. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm in a comedy. I rap, uh, HUD intellect, um, product of the Harlem Children's Zone. Shout out to the Harlem Children's Zone. And um, yeah, wait, 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 where you from, Dre? From Harlem World, baby. From Harlem okay, World, so baby. Got- 
So we got <laughs> we got Harlem here. We got Queens. We and I'm a Bronx Harlem nigga, like a yeah. like a combination of both Harlem and the Bronx. All right, all right, cool. Well, well, well thank you if uh, and I appreciate y'all for hosting with me. So it's definitely a pleasure. We're gonna see how this podcast runs for the first episode. No, and the first thing I really want to get into right now is this is June and this is the month of Father's Day, uh, and we know that really. They throw fathers under the rug, and all we get is like cookouts and beers. And the big so piece of I, the I had a, I had a, had an idea about Father's Day and Mother's Day, but I want to ask y'all just in general, like, what do y'all think about Father's Day? How do y'all feel about it? Um, so I was estranged from my father for about twelve years, and we like rekindled the relationship when I was twenty-five, and so like. Talking to me before 25, it was okay. to me, it was non existent, it wasn't a thing. But since rekindling the relationship with my dad, Father's Day is actually pretty big for me, like it's bigger than Mother's Day because I feel like I haven't been able to celebrate that many with him, I haven't been able to honor him enough. And so it's okay. like Father's Day, actually, I'm like looking forward to it, I'm trying to like go in. So I, I don't know, but I'm excited. That's what's up. So you said it's been about 20, you've been celebrating Father's Day with your father for how many years now? Um, this is going to be the third year that I celebrate it with him. So it still feels so, fresh. Okay. So what it was like the other years? What was going on? The other years? Um, well, what do you, what do you mean? What was going on? Like, how did I spend my Father's Day? Yeah, or? Yeah, yeah. How did you, how did you um, spend it? <laughs> how did I spend my Father's Day? Um, I mean, to keep it a buck, I spent it being very bitter um, because, I mean, it clearly was a relationship that I cared enough about to have an attitude towards okay. not existing. Gotcha. So I feel like I don't feel like that was the best day for me. Like, I feel like I used to have to intentionally do things to keep my spirits lifted or to keep my attitude at bay because. I used to be real testy on Father's Day and real anti-man on Father's Day. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, okay. And Dre, what's up with you? What's going on with you? How you feel about Father's Day? Um, my dad is, uh, I always said a joke that uh, he passed away because he's a deadbeat. He's not really dead, but... Um, okay. Yeah, and no, uh, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's regular. I was raised by my mom. I never really celebrated Father's Day because... Um, you know, anyone can. I don't know, man. Anyone could be your father, but it's 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 different to have a dad. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I ain't never really experienced that. You know, what I mean, that's to this day at okay. being twenty six years of age. So it's like, it's it's whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, well, for me, Father's Day. I'm not really like a holiday person in general. I'm real bad with holidays, but Father's Day for me was more so just like. Uh, like, my pops was there, he was around, he just wasn't doing the most, though. But, you know, it was times that I lived with him, you know what I'm saying? But Father's Day ain't too much for me. I don't really care too much about it. But I thought about this. What y'all think about this really briefly? What do you think about Father's Day and Mother's Day coming to one holiday and it's just Parents' Day? And we celebrate parents, not really who came in somebody because they was horny or somebody that got mm-hmm. pregnant and had a baby and it's like we celebrating people that want to be parents I, and then I could bring the kids together with the parents on one day a year at least I, I think that uh, joining the holidays is a bad idea I think maybe, <laughs> okay. maybe having a parents day aside from Mother's Day and Father's Day mm-hmm. that's just like 
saying, um, yo, you know what? In the month of February, you know it's Black History Month, but let's throw some Native American days in there too. It's like, nah, let's let's keep it separate okay. for a reason. That's just my opinion on it. I think that's okay. interesting. I mean, and I get it though, because I feel like despite being like a society and a country that like idealistically and like within its systems that are like functioning it's like heavily patriarchal like we are a matriarchal society in many ways especially like black and brown communities like heavily matriarchal like you're used to like women leading families you're used to like women playing these double roles like whether it's your grandmother or your actual mom or even your aunt you know like we're just accustomed to that and so I feel like thinking about that as like the background like yeah, I feel like, nah, we can't join them together because, like, these women deserve this day. Like, this this is for them. Like, they absolutely deserve this day. But I do like the idea of a parent's day as well, just thinking because your parents aren't always your mom and your dad, you know? And so, like, it gives, it's this extra opportunity to, like, extend love and gratitude to, like, the village that takes care of us but doesn't get formal credit for taking care of us okay 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 makes makes a lot of sense i just you know i just want to focus and use june as just you know you know us respecting and giving props to the fathers so i just wanted to throw that segment in there um so uh moving right along i just want to jump into the business of the week um right now um where every episode i'm just gonna give a shout out to a business and promote a business uh, for the week. And um, for this business of the week, um, on the rise for events in the neighborhood, June 29th, um, we have H2O Music Presents Bars for Cypher. That's on Friday at 7.30, June 29th. So for like all rappers and artists that's looking to showcase their bars, um, they can email H2O Music ENT at gmail.com. And in the subject, put bars for the Cypher. Um, then you also got to add the artist's name and his social handles in there, too. It's a $50 deposit to lock in the spot. So for more information and if you have an Instagram, contact H205 or H20MusicEMT at gmail.com. So, Jay, that could be for you, too, man. You said you was a rapper, so if you got some bars, make sure you you, you support H20 and what he's doing. And uh, just quick questions here. Do you guys have, like, a favorite local uh, business that's going on or somebody on the rise that you want to shout out real quick? A favorite local business. Um, I'm a very big fan of this family-owned local Haitian restaurant that's, like, really beautiful, delicious food. They, like, give space within their restaurant for, like, local, like, black and brown merchants to sell things at. Um, uh, They have a DJ weekly. Like, so it's super-duper cool. So the name of the restaurant is Grand Chance. Um, okay. And it is in Bedside, Brooklyn. It's located um, on Patchen Avenue. So the address, I just looked it up right now. It's 197 Patchen Ave in Brooklyn, New York. Um, but it's really, really delicious food and just a really, really nice atmosphere um, with really beautiful people, beautiful music. Like it's, it's really, really authentic, um, which is nice. Nice. Okay, that's what's up. Dre, what about you? You rock with any businesses going on? Yeah, actually, this business that I uh, just started uh, working for um, is a Dominican guy who owns it. And um, it's called Vintage Harlem. It's on uh, 121st Street. And between 121st and 120th, Frederick Douglass. Mm -hmm. It's a wine store. They do sell uh, spirits in there as well. 
and um, can get okay. you drink on. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, cool. Get the business flowing. Get the business flowing. All right, right now we're going to move into this segment where I'm just going to throw out some topics to you guys and y'all take 30 seconds. Now, uh, just so the audience knows, you guys don't know what these topics are, so I figure it's best that you just give me your perspective from it, but you only have 30 seconds. So you can give me one word, two words, or you can give me a paragraph, but you got 30 seconds to tell me how you feel about these topics, okay? All so right. we're going to do cat. Cat is going to go first, and then Dre, you go right behind, all right? So the first topic I have I have is how do you feel about men over thirty that have braids? Men <laughs> over thirty with braids, you've got to let that shit go. You've got okay. to let it go. There are other looks. Okay, <laughs> Nah, you know, I'm learning to be more humble in life. So I would say, man, if you got your braids, man, do you be you? If that's what you want to rock. As long as they're not neck braids, you know what I mean? Okay. Just do your thing, man. Just make sure you keep them clean cut. That's all. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, how do y'all feel about women that have three baby fathers? Three oh. baby fathers for women. She's still trying to find the right one. I mean, like, shit happens. Like, you really can get it wrong three times. <laughs> you really can get it wrong. Nah. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Like, shit do happen. You can be wrong three times in life. I've been wrong more than three times in my you life. Know? <laughs> Dre, how you feel about that? I think it's nasty. I think, sincerely, it's nasty. You should just, you know, find, you know, once, sometimes, you know, once is okay to, to mess up. Twice is like, I right, pushing it. But three times, you know what you're doing. And, and typically, it's the same type of guy. Okay. Sometimes you just gotta okay. switch it up. But three baby fathers is wild. It's nasty. Okay. Nasty, this nice. is this this is this is how I feel about it. I feel like the first one is like a throwaway. It's a total like you don't baby father, you throw it away, it's a mistake, you never know what happens. The second one I feel is like you thought this person was gonna be the person and it didn't work. And then the third is like, alright, I'm locked in. Because the first you gotta throw away. You just have mm -hmm. to throw the first baby father away. Second, you just gave it a little effort and you was wrong, and then it's like, fuck it, the third. So I think it's pretty acceptable. I'm going to accept you, woman, with uh, three baby fathers. Trust me, it's acceptable. <laughs> All right, and the third the third quick rant is, um, do you? what are you going to take first, the weed head or the alcoholic? What do you the mean? weed head. Which one, are you, which one is worse? Which one is better? Which one is more acceptable, the weed head or the alcoholic? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm with the weed head. Okay. I'm with the weed head, like, on multiple levels. Like, it's natural. Your reactions are not the same. I don't think the consequences are comparable. Like, I just feel like, especially as a woman, I really don't like seeing women drunk. Um, just because I okay. think in general it's just dangerous. And so I feel like mm -hmm. smoke some weed, mm -hmm. calm down, consider other perspectives in life. It works for me. But the alcohol, I never understood it. Okay. Yeah, I would I would have to agree. Yeah, weed is better. Alcohol, it's, it, it was illegal at one point in America for a reason. So it's like, basically, like proof is in the pudding. Definitely weed. Okay. All right. Um, uh, that's that's a tough one for me. Um, I think that just women have to have a certain type of way to carry themselves when they smoke weed, cigarettes, or anything that can clinger and stick to you. Because sometimes women lose themselves. 
So I just don't want my woman to lose herself through weed and start smelling it like it all day or smelling like cigarettes. Mm, so yeah. it's it's a tough it's a tough one for me. But if she can carry herself well, then I'm all for the weed head. I'm all for the weed head if she can carry herself well with that. Yeah. Facts. Oh, all right. So, so I'm sorry. Can we just ahead. like pay <laughs> extra seconds on that one? <laughs> just because uh, yeah, I was like, ahead. I'm hearing the phrasing, right? And I just feel like a certain kind of woman in general is just like always going to be like on top of her set and like her appearance, you know, like I feel like I smoke for an educator. I smoke down heavy, you know, and I would like to like publicly advocate and be political in that way because I support it specifically as someone who I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't bear any judgment. So like I get a little like, Ugh, when you're like, damn, you think she's losing herself? Cause she, she getting high. Like, no, I mean, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't want her to lose herself. Because yeah. it's certain, I, I've been around certain women who you just look at them and you're like, oh, yeah, you smoke. Yeah, you, uh, you like, lost. you got this type of scent. Yeah. Like, like you sleep with the ashtray in the bed. Yeah. Ye- like, yellow tooth, all that. Yeah. Yeah, yellow yeah, tooth. Definitely what if she tooth. doesn't have good <laughs> dental care, though? Yo, that, that, that's, a separate issue. that's a separate issue. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Definitely a separate that's issue. A separate issue. Another topic. Yeah, but, you know, with, with the weed, like, I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't want to like pinpoint it because I think that's like anybody. I'm not gonna say just for like women or I know you're being specific of Shah, but like I definitely don't like when women don't take care of themselves as mm-hmm. far as like smoke. I'm not an advocate for cigarettes at all. Like when you said weed, when it comes to weed, like I've seen keeping a hundred like women then then smoke their body away. Like you know you just. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like right. stuff like that, like not really not caring, like when the weed becomes like uh, when you're abusing it, you know, what yeah. I mean? and it's and like still and you don't have no. Cause it sounds like you still have some type of intellectual capacity about you, cat. You know what I mean? Oh, and, I mean, you smoke a lot, of, and, and you said you smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> so what you need to do is make your words, not mine. Yeah, what you, what you, yeah, yeah, what you need to do is, is create a tutorial for these. Uh, Yeah. You know what? I mean, maybe it's just literally the fact that I don't have that kind of personal reference. So I feel like I've never seen a woman that I feel like has necessarily succumbed to weed in that way. So like I'm not Mm -hmm. it's not just clicking for me because I'm like, I've never seen it happen. But I hear Mm -hmm. you because I've seen people burnt out in general. And so you know, at the very least I know what that looks like. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of people that have cats in their house. Don't say that, because I got a cat. Don't say that. (laughs) Some people, they they come outside as they cat. It's like, oh, yeah, you got a cat in your crib. Mm -hmm. Like, you just know they got a cat in the house. Then you got some people that's like, oh, I wouldn't have been able to tell you got a cat. Because, like, back in the day, I remember, like, a lot of cat fur and shedding used to be on people's clothes when they came outside. Oh, you smell like cat piss. Yeah, yeah, no, for real, or whatever that is. It's something that the cats do that just be having the house stinking. I think it's called spray. They spray, So spray is what exactly? It is it's, like, it's... it's some sort of a liquid that's coming out, and it is related <laughs> to the fact that they are able to sexually procreate. So the fact that they have okay. sperm still, that is what like allows them to spray, because you get them neutered, and then they don't spray anymore. My grandma, my, my grandmother said it's called skeet. Skeet. Yeah, it's skeeting everywhere. So my but grandma, you can't see it though, right? No, no, but you smell it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she smells potent. 
So horny cat. And it be on people's clothes. Yeah, okay. So horny okay. Cat. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. All right. All right. Cool. That was that was very interesting about <laughs> cigarettes and a smoke, and that led to the cats and all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She so, um, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get into the topic um, of the day. Um, I just want to know, do you guys, like, is there any current events going on that you guys want to inform the world about just to be informative on? Because I don't watch the news. I don't watch a lot of television. So, like, the news that's going on in the world, I'm not really, like, on top of. So I just wanted to use this time to just, you know what I'm saying, go with the same order. Catch, you could go first. Dre, you could go second. Or, like, a current event that's going on right now that's just that you want to touch on. A current event. If it, if, okay. Yeah, if any. I'm going to. that Trump said in the news. I'm going to like, I'm going to broaden my scope and speak a little more generally about like mm-hmm. the sudden rise in, in like accounts and accusations about very strong men um, in show business assaulting women. Um, I just think like mm-hmm. I'm always hearing that there's always another story. There's always somebody else. Um, and it's just, I, in general, I think about it and it's just incredibly overwhelming and it's very telling about like that we do exist in a society that has a level of rape culture that, ha- that to an extent has accepted certain practices between people that then lead to behaviors that lead to assault. And so I just okay. think that the more I see it, the more, I don't know, the same way that I feel like I just keep seeing black and brown bodies dying on Facebook all the time in videos, and like you start to just like you're so inundated with that like image that you start to feel desensitized to it you know and i feel like that same thing is happening as a woman like seeing like nothing but these like horrendous ridiculous stories about women being assaulted or just about people in general being assaulted it's just like so thinking about current events i i would implore people to like keep their eyes and their ears peeled to the fact that like these stories are really rising it's becoming like a recurring theme in news um and like i think that should push us to question like why like what the hell is happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no yeah the world is real nasty and i'm not opposed to all on. kind of nasty don't get me wrong <laughs> but like <laughs> this nasty i'm like come on <laughs> Yeah. Okay, okay. Cat said it's look, it's different types of nasty yeah. in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got you, got you. Like am I com- Dre, am I commenting I- on like her and then I'm giving my yeah, comment? Yeah, no, yeah, you could definitely comment. Yeah, yeah definitely. no, I, I agree with the um the whole the the Me Too movement because that's what it's you know called it's labeled as. But I'm just like more like a realist in the situation of Women have been getting me too since the beginning of time. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just it's just like it was always been like a, a second class citizen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They had they women just got the right to vote in the nineteen hundreds. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. as black people we were freed before women were even able to vote. And that's yep. crazy. You understand what I'm saying? And um, eighty two cents to a dollar. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even. I wasn't even gonna go that deep, but yeah, facts. So you know, I was raised by a woman, so I always. I'm the. I'm fourth generation in my family that didn't have a male in his life. So my mother didn't have a male in her life. My grandmother didn't have a male in her life. My great grandmother didn't have a male in her life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like women to me are like very important, and that's why sometimes I have the the women behavior of like Rashad can contest it of like you know just 
not getting over certain things, but that's going off topic. My topic that I want to bring up in a current yeah. event is uh, <laughs> prison reform. About to get in the yeah, zone. Was, about uh, to black out. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to talk about is the awareness of prison reform. You know what I mean? And um, the, like the whole Meek Mill situation. Is, you know, I'm a big fan of Meek Mill. It's cool that he got out of prison. But to one Meek Mill, millions of black men in prison and Latino men in prison. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we, I, I appreciate, like I get called like a, millenn- a millennial a lot. You know what I mean? I think we're all millennials in this uh, party or whatever, but I get called like a millennial when I'm talking amongst, you know, older people and stuff like that. And it's like, they always not, you guys are always on your phone, you guys are always information. It's cool, you're right, because it's like, you're not as social as we're not as social as like you know our parents was back in the day because you know they mm-hmm. just go outside and do whatever but yep. um the reason why i would say media and prison reform go hand in hand is because now it's like really bringing awareness to everyone so prison reform has a platform and never had a platform before and the fact that everyone in the world can have a platform with social media just media in general youtube uh, so many different things out there that you could bring awareness to about prison reform, and I'm just glad that, you know, it's 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 better now because I got some uncles that's locked up that I want to see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. That's why, like, I'm not like big on voting and stuff like that because it doesn't make any sense for like people to go to jail. Like, you could get out, you could kill someone and get out in 15 years, but you got somebody doing 25 years to life, no possibility of parole over drugs, like a non-violent crime, that doesn't Definitely. make any sense. And it's, it's, a, it's a trap and it's a cycle and that's why I'm like really into politics and shit like that. Absolutely. I mean, and look now, now that weed is becoming so profitable, yeah. now that so many states are making this approach to, you know, mm-hmm. legalizing it for the purpose of taxation, for the purpose yeah. of, you know, just further growing the medical industry, which is mm-hmm. a billion dollar industry. And so it's just like, all of these things are happening. Now people are out here making money off of weed, but everybody's still in jail. Yeah, that's the crazy part right that's, there. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. No, that's wild. That's old. Like, hey, come on. Yeah, I got locked if up I can for make a bug, on. Yeah. Nah, yeah. But the, but I don't know if it's a lot of people locked up doing heavy, heavy time for weed. I don't know. Maybe now you guys they, know, but they are know. because of the three strikes out law. So that's yeah, that's that what too. really fucked them up. You got yeah. three charges against you some petty shit on some weed charges, just any drug-related charge, but you have three against you, and that's it. You're in yeah. jail, life, no parole. Yeah. And so really, like, as, as Dre said, yo, this shit is cyclical, and it's very intentional. Yeah, very, absolutely. very intentional. So we gotta be, we gotta be aware of this shit, like, because it's, it's too close to home. Like, it doesn't even go as far as six degrees of separation. You know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's one to two. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh-huh. Definitely, definitely, and that's that's real. And I thank y'all for that for that news. That's news with Dre and Cat right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the news with y'all right there. I see what's on y'all mind and what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, um, we're gonna spend the last ten minutes um, going through the uh, topic of the day. We got ten more minutes. Oh man, we got ten more minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna use that last ten to go through the topic of the day. Now, the topic of the day is. Why you're not wealthy, famous, or successful yet? Any order that you know 
doesn't matter or why you're not successful, famous and wealthy yet. Why you're not wealthy, famous and successful yet. And when I speak, I like to always tell people, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, like I'm the same. I'm this podcast is basically speaking to myself. I'm not speaking because I have something more than somebody or I'm doing better. I'm basically speaking something that I can't even follow right now. And I wish I can discipline myself to take my own advice. You know how some people give you good relationship advice and their relationship is doing really bad or something like right. that? Right. It's like, man, listen, follow your own plan that you just created. So what I'm going to do is right now is I'm going to go through my top eight reasons. And then you guys could just piggyback off of it why I think people are not wealthy, famous, or successful yet. Um, I'm going to go through all of them and then we're just going to start from the top. So the first one is number eight, number one. You don't have a dream or a passion. So I feel like you never even thought of having a dream or a passion to conquer. Number two, you didn't try it yet. So if you do have a dream, I feel like you didn't try it or take a big risk to jump at it. You're scared to take the risk on what it takes. Number three, you care about what other people think. So you're spending a lot of time thinking about how other people are going to look at you. Number four, you don't put the time in. That's basically mean. And if you could go to work for eight hours, six to eight hours a day, you need to spend six to eight hours a day on your business or on your plan to be successful. Number five, you don't go outside. I feel like a lot of people do a lot of networking and they just do it on their phone or on a computer or in their house. And they're not really like in arm's reach of people getting to these workshops or these trainings and getting to know people better and networking in real time. Number six, you blame your bank account too much, which basically means <laughs> I ain't got enough money. You know what I'm saying? I think that we always just hear people say that so much, like I ain't got the money to do it. I ain't got the money to do it. But they got the money to do everything else. Number seven is you think you're going to be successful everywhere except the place you live. You, mm. I always hear a lot move to do this. Like I can't do this here. I can't do this here. And then number eight is you just don't want to be shit like <laughs> that's how you end it like you just don't want to be wealthy famous or successful yet so before we just break down this list same order starting with cat and andre cat let me ask you a question do you want to be wealthy famous or successful and if so like which one matters to you um the one that well so it's tied for what is most important <laughs> to me okay <laughs> priority <laughs> number tie. one is tiered um, and it's successful and wealthy, but I know I'm going to be wealthy, but that's because okay. I'm financially responsible. I already know that about myself. So I know that I can get to being wealthy simply because I saved this shit. Like, I know I can okay. do that. So I feel like that's not as much of a concern. Successful, I, I do feel, I feel like as for many of us probably, like I just, I hold myself back. Like in in a variety of ways, like whether it's like insecurities manifesting, just like, you know, outwardly projected fears onto me, <laughs> like yeah, just like yeah. a variety of things, like they're just always, but I wonder to an extent, like, is that intentional? Is that on purpose? Because like, if you think that you're successful, like, do you have anything else to work for? You know, kind of yeah. like when you're in class and like you have that teaching, you do really, really well, but they won't give you a perfect score yet. And like, if you mm -hmm. ever ask them why they don't give you a perfect score, teachers don't give perfect scores because it just, it eliminates drive. 
if you think you've nah, already gotten right. to where you gotta go. Um, and so, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I don't know. Whatever that one, that one's complex. Ask for yes. fame. <laughs> um, I'm too awkward for that. Like, there are parts of me that like, who doesn't want to be famous, right? Because like, I love shoes and clothes. And if I was famous, I'd be getting <laughs> so many bags and so many mm-hmm. clothes and so many shoes for free because. Somehow that makes sense to the world that when you don't have a lot of money, you got to pay for everything. And then when you got a bunch of money, you get everything yeah. for free. And that's so, crazy. That's yeah, that's <laughs> you so know, true. so I would uh-huh. love to be famous um, just to get this influx of like sponsorships by things that I love yeah. materialistically. But I feel like famous isn't necessarily like a priority. Like famous mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily ensure wealth yeah. and it doesn't ensure success. But I okay. feel like if you just look at success and wealth, like those kind of fuel one another in a way or can yeah. at least work together. And so, but why I'm not, Rashad, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's, the, that's crazy. Like we don't know. Like we really don't know once we break it down until we really think. And, and, and Dre, before you answer like which one you want to be and why you're not, I just want to say that success is also like a really tricky word because success is measured by an individual, mm-hmm. right? Like what's successful to me doesn't mean it's successful to everybody else. Very like I remember, be, I remember being successful twice in my life. It was two things I felt successful about. One thing, it was graduating from high school because I had to do it on my own. I didn't have nobody to guide me. I was in the process of getting left back. I had to do night school on my own, summer school. I felt very successful. My second success is when I was on MTV Yo Mama and I oh. beat this white and I and I beat the white boy that the producer said, yo, he's gonna be the one that goes to the finals. And, and it was just like I was smiling like uncontrollably and I don't even smile. Those are the two highlights of my So I got to look for you. successful. While and out, everybody, please look for Rashar. Your mama, your mama. YouTube it, yo mama, please. Like, everybody. I felt really good about that. That Those those are the only two successful things I feel like I've done in my life. Now, Dre, it's on you, though. I, um, first of all, when you said those, like, six out of those eight things, like, directly hit me like in the gut like oh shit that's something that I'm doing right now um, that's real yeah uh, well success wealth and uh, fame you said right well like Kat said a lot of people want to be famous because of the era we're in now right media mm-hmm. and everything right mm-hmm. most important thing to me is wealth and um Wealth isn't like being rich. It's like having, like, like I guess, like assets or like just residual income and just say like, you're good. You're good. Your kids' kids is good, basically. Yeah. And their kids' kids is good. So like, wealth is important to me. Why I'm not there yet is like I'm, you know, to 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 not because I don't want to like blame anyone. Like people grow up and. Mm-hmm have nothing and become everything. You know what I mean? So it's just it's the drive, bro. It's just like not bullshitting yourself. Um, being honest with yourself. Like I'm not I like I'm a I'm a dreamer in a sense. Like I'm not as realistic as I should be. Okay. Um and I just don't, I just don't go at that. I'm very impulsive too. That's, I, I think that's the 
reason why I'm not successful because I want to do so many things that I just can't start one. You know what I mean? And it's just mm-hmm. no, yeah. It's it sucks. It really sucks. Like, and that's like that's just like it, it gets deeper than that because that's where like depression comes in. Like you know, just certain type of shit. Um, When's your birthday? Huh? When's your birthday? Uh, September eighth. Okay, because I'm in the zodiac sign, so I'm just trying to read the sign. And Kat, when's your birthday? June fourteenth, Gemini, all day. Oh, your birthday coming up? Okay. Yes, it is. Oh, So we might get a we might get a, a different type of cat the next episode. So I don't yeah. know, brand new me, new year, you be who this? <laughs> but um, okay. yeah, no, nah, like that's that's like one of my like one of my main things about it is uh, like wealth definitely number one. And with wealth comes success for me, in, in that instance. And I would love to be famous. Hell yeah, I would love to be famous. Because I think a lot of people that are famous ain't doing it right. <laughs> so, um, and that's just okay. the the Harlem arrogance in me at times that that, okay. that, that, that spews out. But um, yeah, like it's just, and then a lot of us are prohibited to have the type of success and wealth. One because we don't have access to the capital and opportunity, but that's me going off the reservation again. That's just a whole different shit. <laughs> let, me ask, let me ask y'all real quick. Do, do, do any of y'all have like a plan? Not, not even a plan, like a dream. Like something you like, yo, I would want to do this. And you Hell don't even yeah. have to, you don't have to mention it, but like you say, I want to do this. Hell yeah. I want okay. to, I, I, I don't mind mentioning it. All right, hold on, hold that for one second. Kat, did wow. you ever like have a dream or something like, yo, I want to do this and this is going to have... make me? I have goals. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't call them dreams because, I don't know, I feel like there's this imposed distance between you and a dream. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost something mythical <laughs> about, like, okay. a dream. It's like, it's this thing, and it's, it, to me, it just doesn't seem very tangible. Um, but I definitely have very strategic goals. I'm a planner. I'm a list maker. Um, so mm-hmm. I conceptually have an idea of the next 10 years um okay so i so i'm like i don't know if you call that a dream like i got a plan like (laughs) i got got a strategy so and is that 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 strategy that y'all have or plan is it to make is it to make y'all just like successful or wealthy well it has that does have to do with money Uh, that plan yeah Uh, yeah combination of both (laughs) Okay. Because okay. I, I think that one of my downfalls is that I have too many plans and I can't mm-hmm. tackle one. They say, uh, what's that quote? Like if you um you don't master if you're the jack of all oh, trades, yeah. you don't master nothing. Yeah. Whatever that jack shit is. Jack of all trades and master of none. Yeah. I, I, that should is that should hurt me. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, what am I doing out there? But it's so interesting, though, because I feel like I'm the exact opposite. I'm very fixated on being a master of something. I feel like I always have been. At one point, um, like, I was trying to figure out how you do, like, the professional life and, like, this artistic life and, like, this mm-hmm. free-loving hippie life. And, like, I was trying to figure out how you meld them all into one. And then I realized that, like, at least for me, that, like, I'm just going to focus on one thing right now. Like, that doesn't eliminate the possibility of anything else happening in the yeah. future. But, like, let me just focus on these these goals that are, or like, these plans that are related, that have something to do with one another, that build upon one another. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, 
you, it's just not, to me, it doesn't feel very wise to invest yourself and to split yourself in so many ways. Okay. Um, you know, like, because flourishing in one aspect or one thing could really be the catalyst for you, like, flourishing in everything else. Yeah. No, definitely. And and just to speak on the, the fame part, the reason why I want to be famous is to influence similar to like what a little bit of what Dre said he said um you know people ain't doing it right whatever they're doing you know but being famous you have an opportunity to influence other people in different type of ways and motivate other people but I'm scared that because black people give other black people responsibilities that they can't even handle so when a black person becomes successful and rich and famous it's like oh you need to speak for us now like, what you doing? Oh, you got rich? You're supposed to be our spokesperson now. And it's like, uh, I didn't get rich to be your spokesperson. I thought I was on my own chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't handle that. Just not speaking for me specifically, but the person that becomes rich and successful, they get these responsibilities that they're not even built for. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just now they're the spokesperson for black people because they got rich. Now they got to speak up. I feel like white people get to be individuals and like people of color are community representatives. And like everywhere yeah. you go, <laughs> you're a representation of every yeah, single of, person yo, that looks yeah. like you. And so you are held on such a high standard. <laughs> and like the expectations of like your restraint, mm-hmm. your morality, <laughs> like your humanity. Yeah. It's yeah. all questioned. It all comes into question. Like, because you're a person of color. And so, and then it's also like, you get rich and now you owe everybody something. Yeah. Like, everyone's <laughs> been there since day you one. You owe everybody. You owe everybody. That's, that's, that's very real. So, that's, that's, that's basically our topic of the day on what, on what we covered. Why you're not wealthy, successful, or famous yet. I gave my top eight reasons. If you have your top eight, feel free to email them to rationalrashad at gmail.com where I will discuss them on the next episode of the Rational Rashad podcast. Um, I just want to leave a quote that I created with the audience and crowd and the people that's listening, wherever they're listening. Um, I just want to tell you all that if you're good at something, that means you tell people you're good. Like, yo, I'm good. I'm good. I could do this. I could do that. But when you're great at something, people tell you. So just always think about that. When you're good, you tell people, but when you're great, they tell you because they find out you're great before you have to tell them. Yeah. All right, so that's the Rational Rashad podcast. Please tune in next episode where we discuss friendships with Kat mm. and Dre. We love y'all. Mm. Anything you want to say to them before we get up out of here, y'all? I want to say that um, when it comes to like i heard a quote it was like you are the person you want to be already you just gotta put in the work so it's just like one of those things where you said you can give everyone good advice but you can't <laughs> do the shit yourself so yeah, yeah that's just my that's my quote okay Cat, right, anything? Um, my quote is stay moisturized definitely all right y'all see y'all next week